Join us at the 2022 Virtual CBO Summit, where Christian business owners make global connections through prayer, networking, and education. September 16th and 17th, 2022 on Facebook. Pastor, attorney, Irvin, Joseph Irvin, thank you so much for this your time, let me say this. Thank you so much for taking out time to come here today and to share about wheels to our Christian business owners and business owners that uh, that need information about wheels. So thank you. Well, thank you for having me. Um, and I do appreciate the opportunity to come and talk. Um, you being a Christian business owner yourself. Yes. You know the importance of, and I'm always reminded of uh, the prophet Isaiah when he went to Hezekiah and he said, the Lord said, get your house in order. Yes. And so often we Christians, uh, we know the word, but sometimes we have to be doers of the word. And so part of having a will is getting your house in order. Yes. And that's very important. Um, part of my practice is wills, trusts, probating estates. And a lot of times I encounter people that don't have wills mm -hmm. and it is a complete mess. Um, yes. People that you thought were Uncle Pookie and Auntie Susie, they become complete monsters when they mm -hmm. realize someone died without a will. So I tell people, that's number one, get a will. Number two, don't go on Google. Google Esquire will mess you up every time. Trust I'm me. sure. Spend the money. Um, not so all you mean this. invest? Yes, invest. <laughs> Oh my. We, okay, so let me pause for a minute. So you guys know we've been doing this monthly, some educational. Um, so the month before this, we had uh, Demetria, she was talking about also investing in um, certain licenses that I didn't even know that you needed for that particular industry. So, so we hear again, in investing, how important is investing? It's very important. Um, what I tell people, and I was saying about Google Esquire, is that a lot of people feel that they can just go online, mm -hmm. I'm gonna copy this, or I'm just gonna write my own will. Well, in Georgia, you can write your own will, but a will has to have certain requirements to it. Yes. And although you might have written your will without those certain requirements, it will not be deemed valid. Yes. And the same thing with Google. You'll go on there, you might pull a will that is valid in South Carolina, but not valid in Georgia. Or you might pull a will that says it's a Georgia will, but you're not quite familiar with who should be properly attesting to your will. So yes. now you end up with yes. a will that you think you've disposed of everything, but you really haven't. Yes. And what happens is again, that will is deemed invalid. Mm. Um, one of the things I tell people is that even though um, you have a will, always think about next in line. If you have property, if you get married, if you buy a new car, if you have a new child, update your will or yes. get a will. Yes, and I'm, that's why I'm glad that you're here talking about this because as we grow in business, like we've been saying God send the increase, God enlarge our territory, you know, God open up the windows of heaven. You know how we, you know, we, yes. we, we, we say those things, but then at the same time, we don't, I feel like we as Christian business owners, we know it, but it's sometimes we're not aligning our words aren't aligning to our preparation. 
you know, we're not prepared for the overflow. And so this is why I invited you to talk about it because as we are saying, God, increase our business, you know, and, and open up those doors. But what happens if what God has given us is given to someone else? That's a good point. I tell people different levels, different devils. Yes. Um, as you grow in business, it's important to have a succession plan for your business itself. Yes. You know, some of us are LLCs, some of us are incorporated, some of us are sole proprietorships. Yes. It is so important that you set that particular business house in order too. Yes. Because you want to make sure either A, there's a continuation of the business, or B, the business shuts itself down in an orderly fashion. Yes. We're always saying about doing things decent and in order. Yes. And so part of being decent and in order as good Christians is being good stewards of what God has given us. And that means we have to be good stewards in the increase and when we are no longer here. I like that. That's good. That. That's good. You know, the Bible says that a person doesn't leave an inheritance for his children is worse than an infidel. That's the and word. so we have to always remember that although we have now, we must also plan for the day when we aren't here. Yes. And that's very important. And I can't tell, stress the importance of it. Now, there are ways to maneuver around not having a will if you own real estate. We call that having a deed joint with the rights of survivorship. If you have that, when you pass, yes. it passes to the person on the deed. Now you avoid going to probate court. Now, the same thing with a bank account. If you have a bank account and you have this person That's or good. this person, or if it's a joint account, that joint account goes to the other person upon your death. So under those conditions, you're able to avoid having a will. But most of us have stuff. We have cars, we have jewelry, yes. we have dishes, we have flatware, yes. silverware. We have all of that, so it's important to have that lined up as to where you want it. Yes, I want to say, for those who are watching, don't know, he did my will. So he had questions that I was not, as a as a, as a business owner, I didn't think about. Um, and so one of them was what happens to the business uh, and with the passwords and websites and all of those, even digital assets um, that we as Christian business owners, we don't think about. And so I'm glad to have your assistance in that because where I came from my family we we didn't discuss wheels it wasn't something until my grandmother passed away and I saw the result of not having one that I said I do not want to handle that I don't want to be in that predicament although I don't have children in that you know to say that but I still there are things that I'm birthing spiritually that I want to have, uh, I want to make sure that is in good, um, good hands. And I say this for people who maybe like myself don't have kids or you feel like you might not have enough to, um, uh, people down the line to pass things to, but you know what God has given you to do and where you want it to go to what happens after that. And I think that needs to be a conversation because sometimes, you know, people, um, or expect uh, to get maybe a will or something because 
they're looking for maybe their children, it passed down to children, but can you let them know that, you know, whatever, whatever you decide, that's totally, that's totally up to you. It is, I mean, what I tell people is that without a will, the state of Georgia will decide who gets what. Yes. It's called an intestacy. And when you die without a will, it says this person gets this, this person gets this, this person gets that. Let's say you have a young child, let's say you have someone and you have a business and you know that person is business minded. That will will control who gets that business. Yes. Um, a lot of blacks that I, that I meet, they own a lot of uh, property, for instance. And I tell them, you know, they have a lot of rental property. I said, look, this is how you should set this up now. So when something does happen, yes. and you'd be surprised the way real estate is now, it's easy to have an estate well over a million dollars. Wow. And most people aren't realizing there might be a tax consequence with this. And so what you do by getting your house in order now, you avoid those taxes, you avoid the issues that the people that be left behind have. So that yes. is very important when it comes to owning business or having assets. Yes. So though, and I look at a business as an asset anyway. So those are the two things I tell people to do. Do you advise having doing the process of a will in the beginning when you're structuring the business? Okay, this is what, or while you're in, um, incruelling some business or sales, or do you feel like you have to be in a level of your business to um, to start the process of a will? Like what would be your advice or? I think every business owner, once you incorporate, mm -hmm. or let's say you have a partnership, or let's say you are just doing, say you're sole proprietorship, every business person should begin the process of thinking, what happens if I'm not here? Why? Mm -hmm. A business has ongoing bills that comes in every month. I'm sure you, you, have, a, you have a rental bill that comes yes. in. You have an electric bill that comes in. And with that, liability flows to your individual heirs. If you have something already lined up. Wow. If you have a succession plan in place now, you don't have to worry about that. You already have, you already know who's gonna be responsible for what when. And I tell people who are in business, the single most important thing you can do besides opening the business and being there, being a good steward, is to either incorporate yourself or if you don't want to incorporate, have some type of partnership agreement with someone within your family. And I, and I know sometimes we don't like to do that because that puts someone else in your business, but I tell people it's important to have a succession plan with your business lined up. That's good. It's just important to do, even if it's for the purpose of just winding the business down. Because your business account, if something should happen to you, I can't go into your business account because it's in the name of the business. And if they go to wow. the Secretary of State's website, they won't see my name, they'll probably see whoever's business that is on their website. That is, wow. So you can't gain access to it without having a court order. So again, it's important that we set these things up now. I remember growing up, one of the things that we did never talked about in the black household was life insurance and a will. Yeah. Everybody thought, you're gonna kill me off and knock me off before my time. Yeah. But it's important that we have these discussions. Speak 
speaking of that, let's can we talk about the placement of insurance, life insurance? Because I've I've seen this um, when life insurance is a uh, person passes, no one knows where it is. Oh my god. <laughs> The, the, can we talk about the placement? Oh, no one knows. Like, so we're talking about succession and we're talking about preparation um, upon being deceased. We also need to communicate where documents are. Oh gosh, yes. That is one of the biggest. Because I'm if I have it, because if I have it, well, that's all. But if no one can get to it or can find it. True. And I'm glad you brought that up. <laughs> I can't tell you how many times mama has a will, but we don't know where it is. Yes. Mama has insurance, but we don't know where it is. And it also delays funeral arrangements, yes, planning. Yes, it does. I think the most important you can do with that as well is get a safety deposit box. Old school. And you know, and if you don't, have one person in the family that you trust, and you can say, look, these are my papers. Yes. And even if you have them sealed in an envelope, taped to the hill, do not open until I die, let somebody know where everything is. Yes. That will avoid a lot of problems. Communication. And that's one of the things we don't do. Um, even if you go out to Walmart and buy a $29 lockbox, and you want to put your papers in your lockbox and keep it under your bed, and you got one key and the other key is someplace else, yes. do it. It, saved, yes. it will save your family a lot of heartache, yes. a lot of headaches, and a lot of arguments down the road. Yes, I like that. So preparation is important. I can, I can see that with other conversations, it's like God is still reminding us again of preparation, things we need to do. Yes. Sometimes we can expect, as I said earlier, you know, sometimes we can, in our mind, we are expecting an overflow. We're expecting more, but we're not in the preparation. We're not prepared for more. You know, I, I agree. And I say that, and I'm gonna go back to something you mentioned about businesses. Mm -hmm. When we have our businesses, a lot of times, without having that succession plan in place, we end up with tax problems down the road. Wow. Either with the state or federal or both. And so it's just important to have this set up to where you know where you're going today. And of course, as Christians, we know where we're going in the afterlife. Mm -hmm. But it's important to set the house in order so whomever is left behind knows where everything is so there are no tax consequences. Yes. There are no lapses. And I think part of that has to be, as you said, and I agree, planning. Everything yes. is in planning. Yes. Planning, planning, planning. And not be afraid to share with that one person, even if it's your attorney or your accountant. Yes. This is what I have, this is where it is, and this is what I want to yes. do. That's important, yes, very important. I think it needs to be a maybe a preparation emotionally. I think emotions has something to do with it as well because it's a conversation or you have to prepare for your death. And some people, oh it's kind of, yes. you know, it's it can be an emotional tie to it, I, I believe also. Like who wants to have this conversation of passing or, you know, um, some people want to be here for a long time, their family, their children. And <laughs> yes. So I think emotionally, I want to 
cover that too because you guys may be watching and may have an emotional tie to it and might not want to have that conversation. That's just like, um, say your family, you're all gathered together and um, you got the doctor report that mother might not be here long and then no one wants to have that conversation. Oh, you know, when mom passed, you have to do this, you know, or dad passed. And I think emotionally, business owners, we might not want to have that. Yeah, as Christians, we know we prepare for uh, for heaven to be our home, but we probably don't want to say, okay, uh, we might say, I don't want heaven to be my home tomorrow. Yeah, I don't want to yeah, have yeah. that conversation. Yeah, yeah you know, so I think there is an emotional, uh, I think emotion has something to do with the delay of us preparing as Christian business. I, I got it. Who wants to have that conversation? Um, I got to agree with you. Um, I'll say this. You know, we, we always think as Christians, and I tell everybody, this is a great fallacy of being a Christian. <laughs> you know, we always as Christians say, you know, you know, knocking the door shall be open. Yes. Seeking you shall, shall find. find. You know, yes. You know, you know, whatever you ask of the Lord, expect him to give it to you. No mm -hmm. But at the same time, I'm reminded of Job 1.21, and he says, The Lord giveth, the Lord taketh away. And the Lord taketh away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. And there's a season, oh my God, and when I read Ecclesiastes, and it was saying it's time to die, and a time to give, a time yes. to take. I'm like, oh Lord. Yes. And so we, <laughs> we like skip the first that part. part. <laughs> I was gonna say that. We, we skip that, that part. part. Yes, you know, we skip it. We love the part about the Lord giveth. We love that part. Mm -hmm. But we have to always remember and be mindful of that part in time when the season comes, we have to be prepared for it. Yes. And, and the thing about it is, when the good Lord taketh away, we have to remember that we have a legacy to leave behind. Mm. And it's important to have that legacy properly laid out, a proper foundation. Yes. If you have a proper foundation, the future can build on that foundation. And if they don't choose to build on that foundation, they have an asset that if they choose to sell it off, they can sell it off. That's good. If one person wants to keep it, one person can keep it. But the part of it is, as you said so so eloquently, it's the emotion side of it. Yes. You know, we all want to go to heaven, but I don't want to go five minutes from now. Yes. I want to hang around a little while longer. I've even heard that phrase or quote. Someone says, "We are who everybody wants to go to heaven, but nobody wants to die." There you go, and that's yeah. it. We don't want yeah. to, and so that's the great, that's the great contradiction of us of us in Christian life. So we dread that. We dread that until we feel like we have to. That is correct, and I encounter that as well. You know, the um, I remember I had a couple that came to my office to prepare will and um, I guess a week later I got a call that the husband had passed and mm. it, just, it just shocked me because here's a person that appeared healthy, well, had his full faculties and a week later he's gone. Wow. And so it's never too late to get a will, you know, and it's never too late to update a will if you feel you need to update one. Yes. You know, like I said, the times when you get married, divorced. You adopt, you have a child, you open a business, you close a business. How, what's that process you know. like? You know, I don't know. <laughs> um, you know, process is simple. Okay. You know, I tell people, don't worry about fees. There's a million lawyers in Savannah. Pick up the phone, call around, get competitive rates. Yeah. 
you know, don't worry about. So do you do you have to go to attorney to update? You still have to yes. hold the same process. Okay. It's called a codicil. It's almost the same process, but think of it like an addendum to a contract. Like, you know, I'm adding this in, and you just yes. go through the formality saying, I'm adding this in, or I'm changing this, I'm striking out paragraph two, and I'm including this. Awesome. Same process of signing, attestation, notarization, all that stuff remains the same. But you can add to your will, take away from it. You know, those awesome. are the things that's important. I tell you what else we don't do. And I think a lot of Christian business owners are probably not aware of it. We can that's set up a trust. You know, we can set up a trust. As a business? As a business. You can set up a trust. And the thing about setting up a trust is, a trust will avoid probate as well. Oh, you wow. You can set up a trust that upon your demise, money goes into the trust for the benefit of the beneficiaries. Now, awesome. you, have, you have it set up, the money goes in there, and it's divided the way you want to go. That, that will completely avoid probate as well. Oh, wow. Um, and See? a lot of us don't know about that. No. I'll tell you another thing that we don't know about. Let's say daddy has remarried someone or mama has remarried someone, but they want the house to stay in the family. We all get to this point in the practice of law where we hear about heirs' property. Yes. Oh, my God. I tell people this is the way to do it. You have something called a life estate. You know, when mama remarries or daddy remarries, I can leave the property to person A as long as they live, but when they don't, are no longer here with us, the property goes back to the family. You know, wow. that way- I didn't even know that was a thing. That's okay. It. That way you can provide for your spouse or you can provide for that child, that I call him Pookie, who is always getting in trouble. Yeah. They can have a place to stay perpetually and you can set that up easily. Wow. You know, same thing with property and going to heirs' property. You can set up a trust with the property. Oh, wow. This, this is the Loman Trust, and that property is in the name of the trust. And so it's perpetual. That way you're wow. not being concerned about the heirs' property issues that we all run into in the practice of law and probate. And I wonder why this isn't discussed as often, but okay. This is what you said, emotions. Yeah. And I think a lot of it is, you know, when it gets to that point, we don't want to talk about it. We don't wow. want to talk to a lawyer about anybody else. Yeah. We just assume, and I, I've seen it countless times, mama said not to sell this property. Daddy said this is going to be for us forever, forever, yeah. forever. And of course, there's some grandchild or some great-grandchild that says, I want mine and I want it now. Yep. And so that forces the sale of that property. If it wow. was a trust, you can't force the sale of that property. So I think there's some things that we can do. That is awesome. That can preserve for the future. Yeah. Wow. So, wow. So there's no excuse for us with all the information that is given to us, even today, um, and I'm, I'm sure some of you may have heard some of this, uh, this talking before about wheels um, or just have an idea that we need it. So there's no excuse what I'm, what I'm saying. There's no excuse. After getting this very valuable uh, information, there's literally, there's no excuse. No. We gotta, 
faith without works is dead. And I believe we have the faith that we believe. We say, God, I, I want this. Uh, it's so much I want to do here on earth. We say ministry in the marketplace. We want to uh, be blessed in the fields and blessed been going in and coming out. Well, guess what? This is one of the steps that you can be blessed. And not only that, but pass on generational wealth. That's what I see as well. That is the most important thing in our community. Yeah. Is that we don't have generational wealth. Mm -hmm. We don't have wealth being passed. And so establishing an estate helps that generational yes. wealth. It does. It helps it even when you're dealing with a child that you know, I guess I call them pookies. It helps. Yes. Because now you have something in place and if you have a trust, you have a person that sits there that controls the trust. You have a trustee. And they see how Pookie gets his or her money. And so I go back to the issue of we have no excuses anymore. No. That's exactly what I just said. There's no excuse. We have no excuses. It's out there. And I think it is time for business people especially mm -hmm. to take the opportunity to review their business. Don't be afraid to sit down with a lawyer. Yes. You know, we, we don't talk about your business. <laughs> but we need y'all. <laughs> but we need to have that conversation. Yes. And when you have that conversation, it helps you as a business person understand what you need to do to prepare for the future. Yes. If nothing else, that's what it does. I love it. So talk to us. We're going to wrap it up. Um, talk to us about the Irvin Law Firm. How can they connect with you uh, at the Irvin Law Firm? And so if you guys definitely, he's the guy for your wheels. So um, do you, um, I know you're locally in the Savannah area, but do you still work with other Christian business or business owners in um, other areas? Yes, I am. Um pretty much run a statewide practice. Awesome. Um, we have clients in Atlanta. Um, I represent churches locally. I represent churches outside of Savannah as well. Um, I'm local. Awesome. I'm on Waters Avenue. I'm where everyone can find me. Um, my number is 912. Hold on, you said churches. So we were talking about Christian business owners, right? So churches also can, you can also assist churches in, in the yes. will process. Okay, okay. I work with churches in terms of establishing a secession plan. Most of our churches, and I just, I'm a pastor. Yes. Most churches don't plan for the day when the pastor isn't there. We simply think, well, we'll get a pulpit committee and we'll start. Yes. Most churches don't have bylaws. If they have bylaws, they're antiquated. Some churches think that because I was incorporated in 1954, I'm still incorporated today. Not necessarily so. Uh, we encountered a church like that recently, and I said, look, you've lost your incorporation status. Do you realize that somebody can go down to the courthouse, find the deed to your property, mortgage your property, form a corporation, say they're you, and get away with it? And so having- People do that? People do that, yes. Oh, <laughs> So having your church in order as well is the same thing. Oh, you know, wow. We don't look at churches as a business. Church is a business. Mm -hmm. And as in any business, you have to plan. Yes. In any business, you should have a secession plan. And so we fail at that a lot of times. And it's not because... I have to say we, I believe it may be us as African-Americans. 
I've seen that. I'm not saying that the other um, race, uh, I, but I, I believe specifically it's us as African-Americans, smaller Baptists. Yes. Um, yeah. Okay, well, that's another topic, but. <laughs> but we, ha we have to think about that. Yes. Yes. We have to. Wow. There you have it. So talk to us, tell us how to connect with you. All right. I'm local, <laughs> I'm here in Savannah, and I can be reached at 912-220-3580. Just give me a call, consultation's free. You know, just say that you saw me here on Bernice Loman's channel, on the yes. Business Christian channel, and I'll gladly sit down with you, and we can talk about your estate plan, we can talk about your business succession plan, and sit down and get an understanding. I give you a document and say, this is what you need to do. Yeah. And that way you can help put your house in order. And anything I can do, if you have uh, some heirs property, or if you have in a situation now where someone has died and you need the will probate it, or you need an estate probate it, just give me a call. I'll be willing to help you. Awesome, thank you so much. Join us at the 2022 Virtual CBO Summit, where Christian business owners make global connections through prayer, networking, and education. September 16th and 17th, 2022 on Facebook.